Someone needs to take Snapchat away from Morgan. It is just getting out of hand. This dude fucking loves the look of himself as a woman. I get, like, honestly, half a dozen snaps of him with the gender change filter every day, I reckon. And it's just, Uh, I can't deal with it. It's too much. mm -hmm. I've had, like, three of the weirdest wanks ever. (laughs) I love the way it makes you feel like Um, I don't. Hello and welcome to your favorite podcast, Brad is a Bad Person. My name is Morgan. I am the host of this podcast, and good luck. I am behind seven proxies. I am joined, as always, by Lachlan. Hello. Who is a master of the dark web, and by Brad. Hello. Who done goofed? Yeah, I done. <laughs> today we're talking. Today we're talking about digital privacy. Do you keep your information secure online? Do you always read the terms and conditions when signing up to a website? Is that racist joke you made in 2007 still floating around online waiting to come back and haunt you? It's still funny. How likely are you to be hacked (laughs) or have your identity stolen? It's more likely than you think. How are we today, guys? Ready to get in trouble with the cyber police? I'm I'm Uh, just mad. Just fired up. I've been been getting pretty boiled up thinking about all this today. It's just... um, it's a really, it, it's a real hot topic for me. Mm. I can't wait to see you get fired up. Let's try to make our rage entertaining and funny here, because mm. uh, you know we're all a bit annoyed about this mm-hmm. uh, for good reason. But yeah, look at me, I'm grimacing you know. already. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So before we get started today, I want to remind everybody to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. And if you leave us a nice review on iTunes, we'll give you a shout out during the show to say thank you. If you want to get in contact with us and suggest an episode or just say hi, please do, because we always love interacting with our fans. You can do that on our social media or through our website, bradisabadperson.com. If you really, really like us and you can buy us a beer, paypal.me slash bradisabadperson. But otherwise, the best thing you can do to support the show is to tell a friend to listen. And if uh, I've Luffin? done my job properly by the end of this episode, no one is going to do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lachlan, I'm going to join you tonight in cracking open a cold one with the boys, but I'll go after you. So, do you want to get this oh, party started? Hello. It's time to crack open a cold one with the boys. Thank fuck I don't have to drink any more <laughs> bullshit that's just designed to make me vomit in my mouth. Um, I actually got to go to the bottle shop and buy something that I wanted to drink this week. So, Uh, naturally, you got a frothy, didn't you? (sighs) No. (laughs) No, I got something new. Uh, New Mm. for me and new for everyone because Mm. it is only just released on the market. I got a James Squire Broken Shackles Lager. Oh. Which is... Shackles. Is um, not... You know, it's it's a bit out of the ordinary for James Squire because they're normally into the ales and that sort of thing. But this mm. is a lager. Um, mm. So, it is full strength, 4.6%, 1.3 standard They're drinks. breaking the shackles of the ale world. And That's right. It actually says on here, James Squire, the convict, brewed his way to freedom, breaking the shackles of his seven-year sentence to become Australia's oh, yeah. first brewer. It's a story of freedom. I love That's it. That's right. That's right. It's basically uh, Australia's Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to give it a go. Uh, 
Mm, didn't hear any pop there. That's already alarming. Mm, that's okay. Another <laughs> <laughs> quality review. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, yesterday I went to the bottle shop, and as I was looking around, I saw a beer half price. Apparently oh. they couldn't sell it in the store, and so they were selling it at half price. I got a six-pack, and um, no wonder they couldn't sell it because it is our favorite beer here at Brad is a Bad Person is a Matilda <laughs> Bay Frothy. 100% a local uh, Hobson Valley. God, just fucking, I can't get away from it, can I? This you can't. Fucking. It's bullshit. half price on clearance, so mm-hmm. uh, that should tell you all you need That's to know. for a reason. Now, it's quite a, quite a low uh, 4.2% ABV. Uh, the can looks nice, though. Very clean, simple look. Silver can with a white matte finish around the body. They're going for the minimalist look which is quite popular these days um i remember trying this beer on tap in tasmania about 18 months ago when i was on a holiday with shannon and i remember really enjoying it at the time um so was i wrong then yes let's see (laughs) oh good good rip though Mm. sounds like it's been sitting on a shelf somewhere for three months waiting for someone to open it (laughs) It's not great. It's, a, it's not great. Yeah, it's not, is it? And God willing, that will be the last time we ever hear about Matilda Bay Frothy on this podcast. I'm going to drink so. it. I'm definitely going to drink it, but it's oh, not amazing. I finished all fucking, what, nine of them that I've had to drink for this show, but <laughs> it's, you know, it's not good. Or second sip wasn't very good. Does it get better or worse as it can? <laughs> it just stays the same. <laughs> Fuck Matilda Bear. All right. Um, all right. I'm there goes go that sponsorship I'm gonna... deal. Jesus, guys. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm going to go first and tell a tale of digital privacy that was breached. Lachlan, can you play the first clip? I'm looking for someone other than my wife. Other than my wife. Ashley Madison's right behind. Oh, yes. Right. I see where this is going. Yeah. All right. The top YouTube comment for that video is, it's like a GTA radio ad come to life. (laughs) (laughs) That is so very true. So, Ashley Madison is essentially a dating site for affairs. People in committed monogamous relationships sign up to the dating site looking for people to sleep with. Well, how committed can they be? (laughs) It started in Canada in 2001, and they use the motto, life is short, have an affair. (laughs) <laughs> which is like saying life is short, go murder someone because life being short is not an excuse for immoral action. Fuck <laughs> Ashley Madison. <laughs> so, I actually saw that ad, the one that was just playing on TV just before the hack occurred. And I remember seeing that ad and just being filled with rage. And I was like, <laughs> this is like fucking Weimar Republic sort of shit. This is what turns people into fascists. Like, I was about to Google... Is there a fascist party in Australia that I can join <laughs> and go and kill these Ashley Madison people? That's what I, it almost made me look that up. Now, whenever I do a political compass test, I'm so far south. I'm in Antarctica. You know, I'm very <laughs> live and let live. But whenever I see shit like this, I just fly off into a rage. So, what I should have done is channeled my rage into getting back at Ashley Madison mm. for all the... Uh, trouble they cause society so i should have joined the impact team because in july 2015 ashley madison user data was stolen by the impact team a hacktivist group 
who put out a statement announcing the hack and threatened to publish this juicy, juicy data unless Ashley Madison and established men were shut down immediately and permanently. Mm. So they said, shutting down AM and EM will cost you, but non-compliance will cost you more. We will release all customer records, profiles with all the customer secrets, sexual fantasies, nude pictures, and conversations, and matching credit card transactions, real names and addresses, and employee documents and emails. Avid Life Media, which runs Ashley Madison, will be liable for fraud and extreme harm to millions of users. So it says ALM also runs Established Men, a prostitution slash human trafficking website for rich men to pay for sex. (laughs) I mean, you get that, though. It's like a show... Yeah, it's like a sugar daddy service, but these these hacktivists who are claiming that something else is uh, mm. more nefarious is going on mm. under the surface there. So, the next logical step. Yeah, so they wanted to shut both of those down immediately and permanently. Mm-hmm. A noble goal. The statement was released on the 15th of July, and Ashley Madison's usually busy Twitter account went radio silent. Ooh. It was not until five days later, on July 20, when Ashley Madison finally addressed the hack putting up three statements on the media page of their website and tweeting these same three statements. Now, they did not announce that they were shutting down the websites. Instead, they announced they were beefing up security and would be working with law enforcement to find these, quote, cyber terrorists and hold them responsible. (laughs) Well, that is trying to address the situation after the horse is bolted. You can't beef (laughs) security when someone's already been inside you. Like... (laughs) Yes, Brad. <laughs> yeah, there's not much point. It's not like, you know, they're linked to this, like they have the data. They've got yeah, it. They yeah, got they, it. It's gone. <laughs> they've already downloaded it. Cats so, out of the impact team were not bluffing. The very next day after these statements, they dumped their data in a 10 gigabyte torrent. Well, that's they a lot of data. Time's up. Avid Life Media has failed to take down Ashley Madison and establish men. We have explained the fraud deceit and stupidity of ALM and their members. Now everybody gets to see their data. Find someone you know in here? Keep in mind that the site is a scam with thousands of fake female profiles. See Ashley Madison fake profile lawsuit. 90 to 95% of actual users are male. Chances are your man signed up to the world's biggest affair site, but never had one. Just tried to, if that distinction matters. I do remember hearing that it was 90 to 95% were just men. I think that's the same with any dating site, though, honestly. Yeah, yeah honestly. I, I dug very deep into these numbers about the uh, the <laughs> gender disparity, mm-hmm. and I, I've got a bit more on that later, but it's oh, okay. taken me a while to figure all this out, and I had, I had to go crunching the numbers, as you know I do, but let's say 90 to 95% would probably be quite generous to Ashley Madison. I think it's much higher. Oh, wow. <laughs> Now, some people had paid Ashley Madison to have their data permanently deleted. Basically, you say, okay, I'm done with this site and I want to hide this as best as possible. So, Uh there was this feature where you could pay 19 US dollars and Ashley Madison would delete everything they had on you. It was a popular service that netted Ashley Madison about $2 million per year. That's 100,000 people deleting their data per year. 100,000 people deleting their data per year. Uh Mm-hmm. When news broke that the hack had occurred, hundreds of thousands of spouses all around the world breathed a sigh of relief because they had paid that $19. Oh, Best no. $19 I ever spent, they thought. <laughs> oh, no. If I clip too. Psych! It's totally made up. Pure fiction. It's a made up tale. 
It's a total fabrication. It never happened. That was a lot. Thank It turns out that this deleted data wasn't actually deleted, and these what? people still had their personal information released. No way! <laughs> Ashley Madison accepted the $19 off these people and literally did nothing. They kept <laughs> everything they had on them. <laughs> oh. Oh. I mean, I don't feel that bad for him, but still. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, though, like when they, they released that like uh, statement that we've hacked their data, and you were just like... Oh, Jesus Christ, thank God. Thank God I spent that $19. <laughs> and they're just getting busted anyway. Um, so, naturally, websites started popping up, allowing people to search the data by name, email address, postcode, all kinds of stuff. Mm. Now, it was easy to avoid using your real details. In fact, Ashley Madison had no email verification. So, if someone typed in the wrong address accidentally, then it would look like the person who owned that address signed up, even though they didn't. People could also sign up with someone else's email address just to fuck with them, and I'm sure there may have been a few cases of this happening. Mm-hmm. I would definitely yep. now, be something I would do, like, just to fuck with <laughs> one of you guys. This is something I kind of have done, because I did that to my economics teacher in high school. I kept signing him up for all these <laughs> Liberal Party newsletters, because he was... <laughs> He always used to tell us in class how great Labor was and how bad the Liberals were. And I, I just think that's really highly inappropriate now that I think about it. And he literally told us all to vote for Kevin Rudd in 2007. So, <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, he was a Keynesian. He used to talk about how great Labor were and how terrible Liberal were. So I just used to sign him up for Liberal newsletters and uh, he used to get them in his inbox. Probably annoyed. Um, <laughs> sorry. Not unheard of. Some... <laughs> yes. Some shit stars would do something <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. I used to, I, 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 when I was at the, yeah, the TAC, I took a bunch of people's emails from like the staff newsletter and just started signing them up to things. And then when I was at, of course. <laughs> at um, my previous job, I won't say their name, but I did the same thing with the work emails just to piss people off. But that was a joke between friends. It wasn't signing them up to a website <laughs> for in, infidelity, but it was, it's All funny. Good fun. It's funny. It's good. It's good humor. Good humor. It's good times. So, just like registered sex offenders always say, oh, no, it was just for peeing in public, people with their email address on Ashley Madison are, of course, going to claim that it wasn't them. Uh Honey, someone with a similar name must have signed up and mistyped their email address as my email. Or, ah, babe, it must have been Tom from work playing a prank. I swear I never signed up. I don't know how my email got on there. Good defense. But also in the hack was every credit card transaction on the site. (laughs) You see... Ashley Madison lets you sign up for free so you can look around, but then blocks all interaction features until you pay. Well, that's if you're anything other than a heterosexual woman, because women seeking men are able to use all the site's features for free. Mm. But anything else requires payments. So that is, of course, men seeking women, but also women seeking women, and bizarrely enough, even men seeking men. I mean, what kind of gay man... Pays to meet other men for sex. Well, yeah, that's a good point. And what kind of gay couple is discreet about their affairs? <laughs> Don't they just say, like, okay, honey, I'm going to the public toilets to bang a dude? <laughs> <laughs> I, knew you, sure. I knew you were working your way there, but there it is. There it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is committed monogamous gay relationships out there, Morgan. Yeah, they're all like Cam and what's that other guy from Modern Family? 
Anyway, but I digress. <laughs> the point is, if your email address was in the hack, then maybe you can explain that away. But if you made several credit card payments to Ashley Madison, then you're going to have a really tough time convincing anyone that you're completely innocent. <laughs> nah, babe, it was Tommy. Got my credit card and spent on- <laughs> Oh, what a prank. <laughs> and I just never chased it up. I just never chased it up. All right. So, in fact, Lachlan, can you play clip number three? I want to play a game. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, Brad, choose any date from 2008 to 2015. <laughs> Uh, 4th of July, 2012. 4th of July, 2012. Okay. Now I think this the, is uh, yeah, the holiday weekend would be a good one for affairs. Mm. All right. Now, I'm not going to just pick someone at the top of the list because that would be kind of boring. I'm going to scroll down a little bit <laughs> oh, no. to the uh, <laughs> summer of 15%. So Morgan's got the entire data, entire data dump of the hack in front of it. Okay. Who we got? Joseph P. Farrell paid $19. Oh, poor guy. He paid the $19. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Joseph P. Farrell with his visa paid $19 um, on July the 4th, 2012. He's from California. And if you want to say hello to him, his email is at gmail.com. Oh, no. I'm definitely um, going to have to play that Feel free to send me a message and tell me. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling this is illegal, what you just did, but okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's all there. Anyway, um, I think oh. also it would be appropriate to find somebody with the name Brad. Oh, no. Of okay. course. To prove that Brad is a bad person. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Brad means... Uh, paid $54.88 on his MasterCard, and he is from... Oh, <laughs> British Columbia, Canada. Oh, <laughs> Canadians aren't as nice as they say they are. He's just your average dude, as evidenced for, by his email <laughs> at hotmail.com. <laughs> 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 right, now, <laughs> I'm also going to find out who our biggest spender of the day was. Oh, I can sort this data. All right. Uh, Ryan DePide. Oh, no. From uh, New York. Oh. Uh, he spent $349 on Jesus July 4th. Christ. Happy Independence Day, Ryan DePita. <laughs> at yahoo.com. He was certainly independent um, of his wife. <laughs> or trying to be, anyway. Hey, let's see if there's anyone from uh, Australia. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey, you, there's only two, there's only, oh no, there's only one Australian from that day. Dominic Leary from, uh, hey, that's near me. Dominic Leary. (laughs) Dom, you're in trouble. Come on, Dom. 79 US dollars. Oh, 79. Um, How's the exchange rate at the time? Because right now that's like, what, $130? Yeah, that's a bit. Okay, anyway, happy to do that anytime you guys want, so... (laughs) Let's just have it come back every now and then. We'll see if we can't out some Australians. Be a recurring out. segment on the show from now on. <laughs> Morgan Busser, Ashley Bass. All right. So, what was the aftermath of this hack? Well, Avid Life Media initially claimed that it was an inside job. Then CEO Noel Biederman said, "I've got their profile right in front of me. It was definitely a person here 
that was not an employee, but certainly had touched our technical services. Ooh. So, he was pretty confident. Well, nothing came of that. They never found the hacktivists and therefore could never sue them. Get racked. <laughs> now, they did have a lawsuit filed against them, though. There was a $567 million class action lawsuit filed against ALM. Whoa. And in July 2017, they settled for $11.2 million. Get double I mean, they came down a fair bit from uh, what they were originally being sued for, so I kind of see that as a win for them. Yeah, they didn't even have to pay 10%. I'm guessing that the 11 million was everything they had left after they'd been thoroughly probably. Mm. Well, what about the users? Initially, Canadian police said there were two unconfirmed suicides linked to the data breach. Oh, no. But it was- it was later revealed that one of those events probably didn't have anything to do with the breach. It was just a regular old stress suicide. Um, later on the 24th of August, 2015, a pastor and professor of the New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary killed himself and he cited the leak that had occurred six days before as the reason. Yeah. So- <laughs> I mean, is he... Uh, you know, I'm just going to bite the Christians. tongue there. Bite the tongue. That's it. Um, and something quite probably hilarious a happened here in Australia mm-hmm. when the Fitzy and Whipper show on Nova FM offered to search through the database for people oh, no. who called them. Oh, no. So, one lady was suspicious of her husband's reaction when they both heard on the news that Ashley Madison had been hacked, and she decided to solicit these fine gentlemen to do some oh. digging. So, luckily, do you want to play clip number four? Oh, no. This is going to be bad. I- Start giving your. You've got his details. I've there. got. His, we've got his details here, um, and we yep. put them into the. I feel like we're on Jerry Springer, man. I feel like we because uh, yeah. this is weird because we're we're putting him into this website right now, um, and his details have revealed. Oh no! Put it in. That he's actually on the website, oh, Joe. No. Are, are you are you serious? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, no, no, we yeah. <laughs> These websites are disgusting, and that girl that called before, she should be ashamed of herself. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Joe's gone. <laughs> I don't know if we should have done that. That hasn't left me with a good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why would you run that segment, and why would you ring up and... Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> wow. Well, it's quite sad, really, but it, it was funny that she almost swore on live TV. She was like, are you, fu- are you serious? <laughs> I'm surprised that she it's pulled herself cool. up there. That's kind of impressive because I, I would have been like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Why would she ring up? Why wouldn't she? Oh. Well, actually, something I found, it was it's actually pretty hard to search through this data. If you download the torrent, it's hard to search through it. And there are websites that you can use to search through it, but I think they might all be defunct now because anytime I searched something, it, would, it took a long time and then said nothing was found, even though like I'm searching for names like... John and nothing's coming up, so it's obviously push it. Um, so maybe she couldn't sort through it herself. But anyway, were there any well, notable inclusions in this uh, in this data breach? Any famous people? Well, there was a Christian YouTuber called Sam Raider. So um, pretty embarrassing for him. He ran a YouTube <laughs> channel with his wife. Oh, oh no. good Christian couple. Um, Jeff Ashton, the prosecutor of the. Casey Anthony case so he should have been spending more time trying to screw a murderer rather than trying to screw a stranger I feel <laughs> that is that is fair because she got yeah. away with murder 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got off while he was trying to get off. Um, and <laughs> Boom. a few low-level politicians and D-list celebrities, whatever, but perhaps the biggest scalp was Josh Duggar of 19 Kids and Counting, who had two premium accounts. Oh, why do you need Which two makes accounts? you wonder, <laughs> where did he find the time to cheat? <laughs> <laughs> He was being filmed 24-7. He had six kids of his own. He lived with his dad. He was one of the 19 kids. Like, this is ridiculous. Jesus Christ. You remember that crazy show? Yeah. No, no I've never seen it. But he had it was six big kids of his own, and he was still finding time to get some strange yep. on the side. That's impressive. That's right. Well, he probably wasn't. He was probably just trying to get some. Yeah. Um, he's, he's kind anyway, of famous, were- apparently. So. Mm. There there were approximately 1,200 Saudi Arabian email addresses, and that was notable because adultery can be punished by death in the kingdom. Oh, but that's, who that's are we kidding? Issue. It's not like they're going to execute men for something like that. It's clearly, <laughs> clearly just executing women for adultery. Um, okay, so what's happening now? Ashley Madison still operates to this day and now touts their amazing privacy features like two-factor verification, ultra-secure credit card transactions, <laughs> and fully encrypted browsing. Um, so, ultra-secure credit card transactions. Go tell that to uh, Andy Cohen from Texas, <laughs> Dallas, Texas, who spent $79 on his DI. What's a DI? What sort of card is that? Uh, it's Diners, Diners International. Diners. Mm. Right. On the uh, 9th of July, 2012. Hey, good news, Andy Cohen of Dallas, Texas. Uh, <laughs> their credit cards are secure now. Good for you. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, Oh, shit. Do you guys want me to talk about the uh, gender breakdown? Yes, please, 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 absolutely. Okay. So, Ashley Madison claimed at the time that their members were 70% male, 30% female. But that just doesn't seem likely, does it? The hack data contained the details of 31 million men and 5 million women, which gives a split closer to 86% male. However, let's delve deeper into those numbers. Oh, that's- 12,000 women paid the $19 to have their data permanently deleted, or so they thought, compared to 174,000 men who did the same. That gives a split of 93.5% men. And you could make a pretty good case that women would be more likely to want to do that. So maybe it was even higher than 93.5% male. Oh. Then we have to consider activity, because it doesn't really matter if 6.5% of the site is female if they aren't actually there for some filthy, filthy <laughs> adultering. It was revealed in the dump that most women who created an account never logged back in. That means either one, they signed up, looked around the site and decided not to log in ever again, or two, they were fake accounts. Uh-huh. Now, it's certainly a mix of both of those things, but the exact proportion can't be known. What can be known, however, is that the 70-30 split given by Ashley Madison was complete bullshit. Moreover, it was missing the point, because the percentage of men looking to carry out affairs in earnest seemed to be much higher than the women trying to do the same. For example, what about checking messages? How many people actually check their inbox? Well, according to the breach data, 20 million men check their Ashley Madison inbox at least once, compared to less than 50. 1,500 women who did the same. 
fuck. Furthermore, only 2,400 women sent a message on the chat feature of the site, compared to 11 million men. Jesus what are the numbers there? What's the percentage? Break that one down well, for me. I'll Matt. break it down, but that's that's a lot of ignored messages. Uh-huh. You know, guys sending a message and the girl leaving it unseen. Oh. You know. Oh, not even leaving so, it unseen because they're not checking their inbox. <laughs> leaving it unread. Well, they could, they, they'd be checking their chat feature, but not responding because they, they didn't use the chat feature. So, yeah. But let's take those chat numbers, which are more in favor of women than the inbox numbers. So, the inbox numbers paint a worse picture. So, let's take the chat numbers to be charitable. 20 million men chat, sending chat messages compared with 2,400 women sending <laughs> chat messages. That's one woman chatting... For every eight thousand three hundred <laughs> men chatting, oh. you guys seen that gif of the woman just getting all those hot dogs thrown at her face? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So clearly, there were ten to twenty million men actively trolling the site for strange, and only a couple of thousand women doing the same. Mm-hmm. And Ashley Madison clearly knew this, and so their site was basically a scam. In fact, in the data, there were 10,000 accounts ending in at ashleymadison.com, and 90% of these accounts were female. So, that really makes you think, were those fake accounts? Yes, almost certainly. And if they were making fake accounts with at ashleymadison.com, then why wouldn't they make fake accounts with other domains or Mm -hmm. buy fake accounts? Well. So, I thought it was ironic that all these men who were apparently exposed as cheaters, uh, it turns out that the vast majority of them just sent messages to women who never responded, and they paid for the privilege. So, they went Uh to Ashley Madison looking for sex, but instead, they got screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I think men and women probably cheat in uh, equal proportions, but women are smarter about it. They get caught less and they, they know how to sneak around and I think they probably, no, I probably, I probably sleep, sleep with this, people but- closer to, um, you know, the the victim rather than guys who will just take anything. Mm. But also, women don't need to sign up to a website. Like, if a woman wants to cheat on her husband, she just drives to a bar in a different town well, yeah. and says yes. That's right. That's how I, look, I don't. Know. I don't want to. I don't want to get into a whole uh, MG Tower thing here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Women don't need a website for that. <laughs> no, they don't need it. They don't need to like find someone who's willing to do it. They can find someone very easily. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, this leads me into my. Would you rather? Oh yes. Morgan. 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 Morgan's, would you rather? Okay, guys. So, would you rather your lady cheats on you, but nobody other than you ever finds out, or your lady doesn't cheat on you, but everybody thinks she does, and you can't convince them that she didn't? Oh. It's a tough one. Uh, I'm... Mm. Is there an option for just just end the relationship? Because it's not. I'm gonna, gonna say. Right? I'm gonna say I would rather she didn't cheat on me, but everyone thinks she did. Because as long as, like, the relationship is only between the two of us. So as long as I know that she didn't, 
and she knows that she didn't, then that's you know, that's all <laughs> you that's all that matters. Say, you don't sound confident in that at all. Well, <laughs> it's still a shitty situation, but yeah. if she had actually cheated on me, then that that's the end of the relationship. Whereas, you know, yeah. it gives a fuck what other people think about her, you know? That, that that's exactly how I'm thinking. It's like if you uh if she cheats on you, you yeah. can't be with her anymore. You no. can't be a fucking cuck. Um, that's right. So <laughs> effectively the relationship's over there. But at the same uh-huh. time, I can't have everyone thinking I'm a cuck when I even haven't been mm. cucked, you know. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, like it, it'll wear on your soul even if you know it's not true. It's mm. it's mm. hard. That's why I said it is I think that relationship's doomed regardless of that point. Either way. Yeah. Mm. Lachlan, you're also not considering the fact that everybody thinks she did. You got two male children. Mm. They're gonna think that she cheated on you. I don't know why them being male is relevant, but yeah, that's a good point. You don't want your kids to respect you. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'm still <laughs> gonna I'm still gonna take the one where she didn't actually cheat on me because that's look. If, in this hypothetical, if it's if not we a good situation, continue being in the relationship, then clearly it's you know she didn't cheat on me because I couldn't share a bed with someone. Who'd slept with another person? Well, like, I just maybe do it. maybe she cheats on you with someone who's like, you know, a sex instructor or something. She learns some crazy new moves, and it just works out <laughs> better for you. Is this from personal experience, luckily? I'm trying to find a silver lining here, Brad. <laughs> there is no silver lining. <laughs> I would take yeah, that everyone thinks she cheated on me because, like, if I had to stay in the relationship, if I could end it, it would just I'd end it regardless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too bad mm. um yeah no i'd i'd probably go with you guys i'd you know <laughs> i i care what people think about me a little bit but i care about what i think of me a lot more so that's right i wouldn't uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right anyway it's time for um morgan's movie review oh morgan 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 Morgan's movie review. Just smashing the shit out. What's going on here? And he's taking up three quarters of our fucking runtime with all these fucking segments (laughs) and shit. But all right. This is the Morgan episode. It might be a two part episode. All right. um, Sex Tape 2014 is a 90 minute Apple commercial disguised as a film. (laughs) (laughs) The movie opens with Cameron Diaz writing a blog on her brand new MacBook complaining about how she and Steven Seagal's son, Jason Seagal, are no longer banging. <laughs> I know. not true. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe that they are having bedroom troubles, given that Cameron Diaz is endlessly spicy and Jason, Jason Seagal is packing a massive hog, as evidenced in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nevertheless, they fix their marital issues by filming themselves having dirty, dirty sex on Seagal's brand new iPad. Unfortunately, his iPad automatically syncs to the cloud, and it turns out that he gets so many amazing iPads from work that he just gives them away to friends, who of course love them because they are such great products. Siegel receives an iMessage on his iPhone from an anonymous (laughs) number telling him that they just watched his sex tape. To confirm that his sex tape is available on all these iPads, he checks on both his MacBook and his iMac, and yes... (laughs) Indeed, every Apple product he owns or has ever owned, including the iPads he's given away, has access to this sex tape. <laughs> he literally checked it on his iMac and his MacBook. Yeah. I have no idea why. 
he throws his son's iPad out the upstairs window, but it survives the fall because, man, the constructions on, on these things is just unbelievable. <laughs> that is an exact quote from the movie. The construction on these things is just unbelievable. Later, they decide that maybe the sex tape being on the internet isn't a big deal because no one will know it's even them. However, Siegel watches the video and says, we got to get this thing off the fucking internet. That's definitely us. Very clearly, that camera's fucking amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh. The movie also starred Rob Lowe, which I found amusing considering that he is well known for making an illegal sex tape with a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> but as Rob Lowe would be quick to point out, it was illegal because she was too young to consent to being in a video, not too young to consent to sex because of George's backwards consent laws. <laughs> anyway, the best part of the movie was in Rob Lowe's house when they were trying to retrieve his iPad. The slapstick, the slapstick comedy of the German shepherd chasing Siegel around the house, as well as the numerous sight gags of paintings of famous scenes of Disney, Disney film with Rob Lowe's face superimposed over one of the characters, <laughs> was enough to make the movie worth, was almost enough to make the movie worth watching. Not quite, though. I give it a 4 out of 10. It's a very bad movie. Yeah, fair enough. It wasn't... I, I, haven't, I saw it years ago, but it, I just remember it was very mediocre. I was quite happy to forget how bad that movie was with mm. the Apple, as well, bro. Yeah, with the Apple products in it and everything like that. And you've just brought up memories like my own personal Vietnam. <laughs> uh, I remember seeing a trailer for it in the cinemas when it was coming out mm. and I thought, This is just a is that that just looked like a fucking commercial for Apple. Mm. I wonder if it really is that bad. And the movie and it was, really was. Like worse. They're too like it's not like they were turning and breaking the fourth wall and winking at the audience like yeah we know it's ridiculous like they just delivered these lines straight like oh that camera is fucking amazing like yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> and someone if, when he got the new iPad the person who gave it to him was like oh this camera is amazing <laughs> um, but as a fun fact the word iPad is spoken thirty one times in the film that's once every three minutes on average oh fair enough Ugh. All right. Uh, Brad, are you going to uh, go next? Yeah, yeah. I just feel dirty after listening to that. I fucking hate <laughs> Apple products. Um. All right, well, I'll, uh, I'll just uh, bring my notes up on my Apple iPad. And, uh... <laughs> Disgusting. Are you guys ready to abandon your civil liberties and suck the government's cop? No. Oh, yeah. If so, I've got some good news for you. Oh, no, I don't want it. I present you with COVID Safe, the new mandatory, mm. JK, not mandatory, unless COVID <laughs> tracking app. <laughs> brought to you by the soon to be tyrannical Australian government. Soon to be. The <laughs> yeah, soon to be, yeah, I know. This little pocket helper will let you know if you've been in the presence of anyone with COVID 19, assuming mm. they've got the app. And quickly alert the government, who will gently escort you off to the gulag for the greater good of Australia. <laughs> but Brad, that wouldn't work unless everybody had the app. Mm. Now I hear you screaming, but I don't want the government <laughs> tracking me. Shut up, you fucking ape, and listen here, because they can't. <laughs> they use the power of Bluetooth, not GPS. You have to, you have to have your what? Bluetooth on all the time, which is one hundred percent safe and not likely to encourage people to fish for data that way at all. Ugh. And doesn't drain your battery at all. Like, well, come on. Well, 
What about the data they collect? I'm sure you're wondering. Well, fuck you. You don't know what's good for you. Listen, you cuck. Your supreme overlords <laughs> in the federal government have thought of that too. One word, encryption. They'll simply scramble that shit up using the government's highest never-been-cracked-before levels of encryption and store it on an Amazon Web Services server, the Fort Knox of servers. Oh, yeah. What's that? On the 3rd of March this year, a hacker set up a rootkit on an Amazon Web Services server that let them remotely control servers and funnel corporate data, and they have no idea who it was and how they did it. Moving on. Data is not important anyway, because all you need to provide is your age, age range, sorry, phone number, pseudonym, and postcode. That's right, pseudonym. If the government wanted to round up all your data, they surely need your name. Checkmate, retards. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you have to use your full name on full release? Listen, if you're not doing anything illegal, it doesn't matter anyway, right? (laughs) You got nothing to worry about, bro. Yeah, exactly. So I'm guessing by now... You're hot to trot on this fancy new app and can't wait to obey the government and lick their boots. Great news. The app is live right this very second. Just head to the Apple Store or Google Play and type in government laptop. I mean, COVID safe. (laughs) (laughs) And don't worry, Apple users. You get to be doubly safe and have the app running all the time. And you can't lock the screen once you do. (laughs) But we'll get right to fixing that. And no, Uh. it's it's not the app draining your battery. It's all the safety you're producing, whisking away the harmful battery life. Now, some naysayers out there might try to convince you that it's a waste of time and money. But fuck them. The government knows what's best for you. And we have full confidence that 40% of you will do the right thing. Pilot studies in Singapore show that 20% of the population jumped right on board. And we're at least (laughs) twice as good as them. (laughs) Now that you've downloaded the life-saving, definitely not a waste of tax money, taxpayers' money app, don't forget to congratulate yourself thoroughly. You're a part of the solution. For extra social credits, make sure to be as vocal as possible on social media and shout down anyone who doesn't want to save lives by downloading the world's greatest app. Now, don't forget, it's all in the name. COVID safe. Anything with safe in the name can't hurt you. Right? <laughs> I hate... This whole fucking scheme, everything yeah. about it just makes my skin crawl. Yes. Does the new speak angle bother you guys at all? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's safe. I mean, fucking how ridiculous. I, I just looked it up on the App Store, Brad, and I'm just scrolling yeah. through it here. It's just five star review after five star review. Just, oh, what? I love this. Oh, thank <laughs> no, you, not. government. Oh, this is amazing. What an initiative. Uh, it's, it's These so- boots taste so good. I know. I heard. I heard on the radio. I heard Scomo Scott Morrison. For those of you playing at home, um, mm-hmm. so <laughs> Prime Minister of Australia. Was, <laughs> I wish I had <laughs> got this as a soundbite because it was great. But he just oh, yeah. he said something along the lines of, um, "It's only to track people in contact with uh, you know coronavirus patients. It won't be used to track anything else. It can't be used to track anything else, and it will never be used to track anything else." And I said to my radio in the car. <laughs> Bull fucking shit. Anyone who believes that is a giant fucking stooge. The thing is, it can't be used and then goes, but it will never be used. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I qualify so that possible. then. If it can't be, but we it can't do be. It. You don't need to qualify that with it will never be used. A week before yeah, yeah. the app came out, the Australian Federal Police petitioned the government to give them access to all the data. Ugh. 
It's it's ridiculous. And, and just for anyone who's curious, the way it does work is it actually opens a Bluetooth connection between every phone in, in, in your proximity. So uh-huh. you connect and you have encrypted data that's transferred between the two, okay? And they store that on there for 21 days before it's deleted. So, like, if someone uh, comes down with the coronavirus... Allegedly. If you've been in proximity of 1.5 meters of them, it has your data on their phone, and then they have to take their phone and hit, like, I've been infected or something like that. And then it's, mm-hmm. it, it lets the government know all these people who were within proximity of them. So it, it doesn't work in... It, like, it's just completely ineffective because you have to have been within 1.5 meters of someone for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the point? You can get sick a lot quicker than that. So either they're, they're, they're lying blatantly <laughs> saying, you know, it, it, we're going to only, you know, track people who have been there with 15 minutes or they're tracking everyone because they're, they're grabbing everyone's everyone. data. Yeah. So they're lying right there. They've also lied. They said you could sign up with a pseudonym and you'd just be alerted. And now when you go in there, you actually need to sign up with your full name and you have to get a text message verification. Like, it just reeks of overreach. And it's... it's <laughs> the horrible thing about this is, and this is a bit of a... This is sort of into the technical side of things a little bit, but you don't even have to sign up. You don't have to install this app for the government to know where you are and when you are. As If enough people, yeah. and this is where the 40% comes from, if enough people have the app, your phone still has a unique Bluetooth ID. Mm-hmm. And this app will still recognize all those IDs. So it can still tell the government every single phone that has been within its proximity, even if you haven't got the app. Yeah. What if you so don't have Bluetooth though? Well, yeah, if your Bluetooth's turned off, then you're okay. But yeah, okay, good. A lot of a lot of people in this day and age have Bluetooth on all the time. I'm one of those people because I use it in my car, I use it at home, I use yeah. it for my earbuds when I'm at work. So it auto connects. Like, I, I yeah. use Bluetooth all the time. I got one of those fitness trackers, so it's always connected. Bluetooth's always on, and a lot of people have that, and the government know that. And this is what this whole fucking coronavirus panic is about. It's yes, the coronavirus coronavirus is real. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, it's fake and it's just all made up by the government. It is the Jews real, invented it. Of course, it's real. It's like, nowhere oh near as dangerous as what they're saying. <laughs> and all this lockdown shit is just to extend control over us. You think they're going to give all these emergency powers back once the virus mm-hmm. goes away? I don't fucking think yeah, so. Lockdown. We're going to have to drag fucking grasp it back from their cold dead hands. Well, this is the thing, right, Lachlan. as well. Oh, we need very, guns in very this country. Soon, uh, Lachlan, very soon after 9-11, they repealed the Patriot Act and they <laughs> didn't use any of that spying power ever again. So, I mean, it's emergency <sighs> times. It's only going to be used in emergency times. And I think you're being a little bit paranoid, Lachlan. It felt good to get that out because whenever I start talking about this kind of stuff with people, they look at me like I'm a fucking anti-vaxxer or something. It's yeah. just... It's, it's hilarious, actually, because I've been reading article after article about this and only one, I think it was possibly from the University of Melbourne, which was like a paper written on their, their website, mentioned a sun uh, a, a, um, sunset clause. Nowhere mm-hmm. else has even bothered to bring up the, the issue. So a sun, sunset clause for anyone who's not aware is like a time after this it becomes null and yep. void. So you can say, oh, we'll use it for the next six months and then after that, Sunset clause kicks in and it's gone. And It'll gone be turned off. Yeah, without some yeah, sort of and it forces you, know, you to justify it again before you extend it. 
but no one is even bothered to even mention it. It's just like, no. hey, take my civil liberties. Fucking, mm, oh, the soul of that boot. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, my God. It's That's so right. fucking my, frustrating. My mum, who, God love her, is one of the most naive people I've ever met. She just <laughs> believes that the government would never intentionally do anything wrong. Mm. Uh, even she is refusing to install this app. Even she's saying there's no way anyone saying is going to install that. Yeah. If you wanted to come up with a, a tech-based solution for this, have a hot map. Have have somewhere where when someone gets sick, you report it and you put a map down and you can go to your local area, like a Google Maps overlay, mm-hmm. and look at it and there's the heat map. That's where people have been who have been sick. Put a, yeah. put a, even if you make it like the Vic Emergency app where you click on it and it goes number of cases here, expands out and it says, you know, Yep. Shopping and center then I can go, I can go check day. it and I can say, yep, I was there on that day. I'd better yeah. go get myself tested. Exactly. Do that. We don't need to be tracked. It's ridiculous. No, don't overreach. have the police rocking up to my house saying, you've been in contact with Typhoid Mary. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to put you in <laughs> mandatory quarantine. Typhoid Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, it's, it's overreach. I it's just- overreach. Just, Just to make it clear for anyone listening, we are recommending that you do not install this app mm-hmm. under any circumstances. I don't circumstance. know if you could tell from my little spiel there. <laughs> I thought I was pretty honest about it, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, no. Um, Just, do not install it. Do not, do not help them get it, to this 40%. Don't throw away our freedoms. The mortality rate of COVID-19 could be 80%, and I still wouldn't install this app. <laughs> It's COVID safe though, not COVID harm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's in oh, the name. Me. That's the best part is because they released the exact same, well, basically the same app in mm-hmm. Singapore called uh, Trace Together, which I think sounds a lot more ominous. But yeah. also, at the same time, they use it. It's like that uni, like bringing you together, unifying. Like, yeah, we're all gonna trace this pandemic together. Yeah. But the optics on every name that they choose is mm-hmm. always like supposed to be like you know. COVID safe, like this is safe. Yeah, of course like, it is. Together, it's you know. or new speak, as uh, Morgan said. Just and just makes me sick. Singapore is a very, um, you know, technologically conscious, um, very law-abiding society. Yeah, and are, they even only got twenty percent. So yeah, <laughs> like, that's insane. It's just that's it's, a dictatorship there. Like it's. It, it's There's not going to work. family that runs it. And I'm glad it's yeah. not going to work. It's just fucking mental that they thought that this was a good idea. And then for Scott Morrison, when he announced it, to say, you know, it's not. We, we want to give people the chance to do the right thing first time. We don't want to have to make it mandatory. Oh, so yeah. you. There is no. Yeah. If you make this mandatory, Boogaloo is on. That shits me. Like, yeah. I'm taking Power the streets with my pots and pan armor. <laughs> And I'm fucking hurling rocks at everything I see. Like, that's just happening. It's, that's uh, right. <laughs> Is it even called a boogaloo in Australia, considering we didn't have the first one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it a boogaloo. I'm, I, can, I can get behind boogaloo. So. Boogaloo part yeah, one. That's uh, <laughs> I will go to prison and get raped in the ass before I install this app. <laughs> There's no way. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's all right, Lachlan. I'll come with you. All right, we'll all both right. be dropping the soap together. Right. All right. Well, maybe we could just take turns on each other, and then you know, 
all the other guys will go, oh, okay, they're already partnered up, so we won't, won't have to worry about it. <laughs> I'm looking on the uh, Google Play Store road as we speak. Better the devil you know, you know. There, there is another app called COVID Safe Paths, and it's not a government app, and people are downloading this. <laughs> <laughs> it's got thousands of downloads. I can't fucking deal with the this anymore. The review is the app developers need to make it clear that this isn't an official government app. No context with Brad. With Morgan, there is no swimming stroke called freestyle. Freestyle <laughs> is a swimming event where participants can swim in whatever way they want. So freestyle just means free choice of style. The stroke everyone uses for freestyle is called the front crawl, and they use it because it's the fastest way to swim, but theoretically, someone could swim the freestyle event at the Olympics doing backstroke, breaststroke, sidestroke, whatever they want. Did you? Okay. What? He just he just snaked your segment. What the fuck? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Alright? The officially licensed fact is there are 5.6 sheep <laughs> per person in New Zealand, and unfortunately for those sheep shagging bastard, it's been on the decline since 2015, where it was as high as 15 to 1. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Well, shall we move on? <laughs> I can't believe you just did that. I feel like I've, I've been, like, molested. <laughs> like um, a part of me has been violated. Oh, God. Thoroughly. Well, um, you know, Lachlan, you, you have a segment called Lachlan's Advice Corner. Yeah. Helping losers. Yeah, home. you don't have a theme song for it, so unfortunately no. I can't play a theme song right now. But this is from Anonymous. My neighbor next door keeps coming to my house and trying to talk to me for like 45 minutes What the non-stop. fuck is this? How do I stop them from talking to me if they know I'm stuck at what home? What is he doing? What, what is happening? He's, he's lost control. Some, someone <laughs> sent me this advice to give. So, um, so I had fuck? this problem once as well. It was very painful and seeing them walk towards you and knowing that you're about to be stuck talking to them and you can't escape. My dad also has this issue with a neighbor and he actively avoids the front yard unless he knows for sure the coast is clear. So my best advice is to have a spotter. Get someone who lives with you to come out and tell you they need help with something inside. Otherwise, you need to get one of those apps that fake rings you. Another good idea is to have a list of excuses ready. They are hard to think of on the spot, so just have a list in case uh, that you've thought up in advance. Sorry, i got to feed my cat. Sorry, my mum is going to FaceTime me in five minutes, so i got to get inside. Sorry, I have to get dinner on or the missus is going to kill me. Stuff like that. So I hope that was useful. That was Lachlan's Advice Corner with Morgan, helping losers act normal. Can you believe the balls on this cunt? The, the sheer fucking audacity. He's done cracking a cold one. He's done his own Would You Rather. He's done his yeah. own Morgan's Movie Review. He's stolen... No context facts with Brad. He's stolen Lachlan's advice corner, helping losers act normal. What's going to happen when I play the Brad's power rankings sound? I look, I look forward to it because I'm not going to speak. That's what's going to happen. I cannot fucking believe this. I, you better you What better is prepare. happening? Quarantine <laughs> has done awful things to this man's look at brain. Him. He's so fucking proud of himself as well. Look at his stupid face. <sighs> you, know, I, you know, I'm done. I'm done. Take it off the headset. <laughs> Handle the show by yourself, big head. <laughs> okay. All right, look, can you tell us, what are you going to tell us about, Facebook? Right. Yep, I'm going to talk about the greatest evil that uh, humanity has to face today. I'm coming so, back, but just because I'm interested. Delete Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook. 
I don't mean delete your Facebook account. <laughs> I mean, let's make a global effort to destroy Facebook in all its forms. See, Facebook isn't a website for keeping in touch with family and sharing photos of cute puppies with your friends. Sure, that's what they want you to think it is, and that's definitely how mm. they brand it to the common rabble, but that's merely a secondary function of the website. There's a saying that goes, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. And it rings true for Facebook mm. more than anything. Facebook is not a social media company. It is a data analysis and advertising company. Facebook's website looks like a social media site, but that's just to trick you into giving them information about yourself. And it works. They have 2.4 billion active users all pumping their own data into the machine. Facebook then analyzes and sells this data to the highest bidder. And when I say analyze, I mean they really get deep into it. Facebook tracks and records everything. They track how fast you scroll, how long you might look at a certain picture, where you tap or click on the screen, how long you spend in the app, how many times a day you check your feed, the time of day you use Facebook, what you like and share and post, and what you don't like and share and post, etc., etc., etc. They track every minute detail of your behavior and have sophisticated algorithms trawling through it all to find patterns, and they're very good at what they do. We've used Facebook in the past to advertise Brad as a bad person, and it is crazy how granular you can get with selecting your target audience. We could pick age, gender, location, hobbies, interests, education, marital status, political leanings, just to name a few. They have mountains of information on every one of their users and non-users. I'll get to that in a sec. And are the best in the world at putting that information together in a way that can be best leveraged by whoever wants to pay for it. Hive, Facebook's data warehouse, had over 300 petabytes of data in 2014. (laughs) A petabyte is 1.05 million gigabytes. And that's only talking about when you're actually on Facebook. They own a load of other companies and use them to track you as well. Messenger, Instagram, and WhatsApp are the three big ones. Have any of them installed on your phone? Facebook has all the data from that now too, including your location and your contacts. Ever opened one of those websites on your computer? Facebook have embedded a tracking cookie in your browser and now have access to everything you do on the internet. And guess what? It doesn't matter if you have a Facebook account or not. If you have ever visited a website with either a Facebook like button or, even worse, the invisible Facebook pixel, then they have a profile on you. And I guarantee you have. Over 11 million websites utilize the like button or the pixel or both. What's the pixel? Um, So it's, it's a single pixel image that you can embed on your website and Facebook can use that. There's a script behind the, the image that they can use to analyze everything yeah. you do on the website uh, as granularly as you do on their own website. Yeah, it's essentially invisible so that, and that people put on their website. And, yeah. Uh, right, so if it's a single pixel, that's just, there's no, you know, there's no two buts about it. Like, they're they're just they're dis- tracking. They're, yeah, they're, they're trying deceiving. to hide it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're they, trying to hide they, it. Yeah, like, they spruik it to businesses as a way to analyze your traffic to better market yourself and... um you know, sell ads and all that uh, sort of thing. Of course. Um, but of course, Facebook also gets all that data as well. Ugh. And you have no idea as the person who is no. visiting the yeah, website. No clue. The combination of your computer, 
operating system, web browser, and IP address leaves a unique footprint. And Facebook can follow that footprint all over the internet to add to their mountains of data. Now you might be saying, so what? Facebook knows a lot about me. I don't care. I've got nothing to hide. Well, first of all, that nothing to hide, nothing to fear mentality is fucking stupid. If that's your mindset, please send me your email address and password. Why not? (laughs) You've got nothing to hide. (laughs) Secondly, it's what Facebook does with your data and how they collect it that's what you should be worried about. Not only will they sell it to anyone who comes knocking, but they use it to control what you see. Now, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing lately, and in the last few days, I've started seeing ads for the game in my newsfeed. Well, that's just targeted advertising. Not a big deal. I joined a group about the game, so they know I'm interested in it. A couple of months ago, I started a new job. As part of this job, I pay invoices sent from other companies, companies I have never had any contact with before starting this job. A couple of weeks after starting at that job, I started seeing ads for some of these companies on Facebook. I've never logged into Facebook on my work computer, and I've never done anything work-related on my phone. Facebook is showing me ads for these companies because either A, they are listening to me through my phone, or B, they are using my location to determine where I am and who I am around and have discerned that I might be interested in these companies based on that. I'm not sure which of those two would be worse. (laughs) My wife is studying at the moment, and in one of her modules, it mentioned sign language is a way to diversify communication. She thought to herself that learning sign language might be a good way to broaden her potential clientele. The key word here is thought. She never Googled it. (laughs) She never visited a sign language website. She didn't send anyone a message about it. She didn't even mention it to me at home. Yet later that day, when scrolling through Facebook, she saw an ad for sign language classes. How the fuck did they know? She reads the words sign language in a PDF on a computer she's never logged into Facebook with, and they knew to start sending her ads. That's that's crazy as well, because that's, that's not something like, oh, they advertised her, no. you know, Coke. Yeah. And she was thinking about Coke. That's so like, specific. That's ultra specific. That's very specific. And yeah. Morgan, you're, you're more suspicious of coincidence than anyone I know. There's no way that that's just coincidence. No, of course not. It's uh, not all ads, though. We've all seen the featured news stories pop up in our news feeds. You might assume you're seeing it because one of your friends liked it or some shit like that, but you'd be wrong. There are only two reasons Facebook puts information in front of you, money and politics. If you are left-leaning, Facebook will show you stories that paint the right wing in a bad light. If you are right-leaning, Facebook will show you stories that paint the left wing in a good light and closer (laughs) to the center of the political spectrum. Or they will show you stories that support your political view, then immediately underneath will be a fact check explaining why that story is inaccurate. It's all to push people further left. And this isn't some crazy conspiracy theory. Facebook employees admitted it in 2006 that the company has a left-wing bias and they use the website to push their agenda. They censor news that they do not want the public talking about and they boost stories that the public are not talking about but Facebook want them to be. I could spend hours talking about everything wrong with Facebook. Just look up criticisms of Facebook on Wikipedia and you'll see there's no shortage of material. It's one of the longest Wikipedia pages I've ever seen. But the key point I want to make is that we are absolutely helpless to stop them. 
Facebook and Google, who are almost as bad, own the internet. And as long as there are people using the internet, there will be more data to sell. The internet is so ingrained in our everyday lives now that we can't just simply stop using it. How would you listen to Brad is a bad person? Our only hope now is that a giant solar flare gives off an electromagnetic pulse that destroys all electronics on Earth. Go listen to our episode on Doomsday Preppers and then join me in waiting for our salvation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have noticed on uh, Twitter, which is obviously similar sort of thing, yeah. that they um, all, all the stuff in their trending and all the stuff in their news section mm-hmm. is all very left-wing yeah. stuff. And like... For example, this is probably going to be dated by the time the episode comes out, but today there was like a bombshell release that um, the woman who's accusing Joe Biden of um, sexually assaulting her, mm-hmm. her mother called into Larry King Live in 1993, like straight after it happened and said, you know, my daughter works for a profile, high profile senator and just mm-hmm. quit because of something bad that happened. Um, and that was her mom. So that really lends credence to the fact that this is true yeah. that, you know, this happened, but, and there were, you know, like 80,000 tweets mentioning Larry King live because mm-hmm. that was the TV show, but it was number 26 on trending and like all the things above it on trending were much, had much lower, um, tw- Amounts like, of lower tweets, numbers yeah. of tweets about it. Yeah. So it's stuff like that, which, you know, if it happens once or twice, you go, oh, well, it just, I don't know, there was something going on with the algorithms that day and it just didn't get through. But, you know, when it's always... It's happening the every day. Anti-Trump stuff is like number one on trending, and then the anti-Biden stuff is like number mm-hmm. twenty or thirty on trending. It's just it seems a little suspicious. <laughs> a little, <laughs> just a little. Yeah, all all these companies they employ the same tactics, but Facebook is just the biggest and the baddest. Um, yeah, but- and uh, Google Google got caught out with that after uh, Trump's election. Somebody filmed like a meeting where they're all like you know, we're all shocked. We can't believe this happened and yeah. we've got to make sure this doesn't happen again. And, yeah. you know, he can't get reelected in 2020, stuff like that. So Yeah, no, they, they censor um, search results. They display certain things to push, again, their, whatever their agenda is. Facebook does it. Twitter does it. Instagram does it. YouTube uh, does even, it. Even fucking Reddit does it. There's um, There was screenshots from an admin conversation on Reddit of... Um, Spez, the guy who, the head admin of Reddit, discussing how if they wanted to sway the election, they could. Mm. Um, just because it, it's purely just what they put in front of you and what they don't put in front of you. And they they use yeah, and- all the information they have on you, which is just so much because everything's on the internet now. Um, they use that to build a profile of you. They know you better than you know yourself a lot of the time. Um, and, and they know you want sign language class when you're only just thinking about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, yeah, that creeped me out real bad when that happened. But, um, you know, there's, there's a, a million videos on YouTube of people, you know, experimenting with Facebook. Like I saw one, this guy said, um, you know, he and his wife were suspicious of this whole Facebook listens to you thing. Um, so they decided that all day they were just going to talk about cat food. Now, they don't own a cat. They're not looking after a cat. They've never had a cat. They've never talked about cats before. But all day they just decided to talk about cat food. Just, you know, say, they kept Fun saying, day. you know, we need to get some cat food. What kind of cat food Lively are we conversation. going to get? Yeah, so buzz blah, 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 keywords blah. that a phone keywords. would be looking at. For and me. then that night, guess what kind of ads they got on Facebook? Hmm. Ads for cat food. Yeah. 
I shit. It's a hundred percent happening. Um, yep. But I don't think we need a solar flare. I just think we need something large to happen to Silicon Valley, just like swallow the entire area. Something targeted. Oh. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> like a large fault in the earth to open up and swallow. No. You know. <laughs> I mean, you can you can escape it if you're very very careful. You can go off Facebook's grid, but um, if you want to use the internet in any realistic, functional way, then no. Yeah, they know I, who you are and you can't avoid yeah. it. It's too deep. It's if anyone's deep. interested in that, by the way, just um, look up how Richard M. Stallman uses the internet and uh, that's, that's the path you need to go down. Uh, I imagine that <laughs> by doing that also, most people are just going to think you're crazy. So... Oh, absolutely. Richard yeah. Stallman's a fucking lunatic, but uh, he gets the <laughs> job done. Lachlan, you deleted Facebook um, a year or two ago, and you got heaps of pushback from it. Oh, yeah. Including from me. Yeah. Oh, people, I've, I've <laughs> deleted my Facebook account twice now, um, and people got really upset about it. They, they're like, oh, what are you doing that for? Why do you need to do that? Like, you know, how are we going to keep in touch with you? It's so weird that you don't have Facebook and all this sort of thing. And I would explain to people all the issues I have with Facebook and they'd say, ah, oh, that's crazy or who cares or, you know, that's just a conspiracy theory. People don't want to believe it, I think. Yeah, um, well, I mean, we're too far I'm, gone now, so. I'm back on Facebook now because I, I've come to realize that even though I'm not on Facebook, even if I don't have an account, they're still tracking me. They still know where I am, what I'm doing, what I'm looking up. They still own your ass. All that yeah. sort of thing. Um, and... The uh, very perfect example of that is when I signed back up to Facebook, every single person in my recommended friends was someone that I know <laughs> on a brand new, on know. a brand new account with no friends. Every single recommended yeah. friend was someone I know. So <laughs> we've been expecting you. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. They spun and around and come crawling care. back. Zuckerberg's the there. prodigal son returns. That's right. He's stroking a white cat. If that doesn't scare the shit out of you, I don't know what will. Yeah, uh, yeah I think it's really crazy how easily they can control uh-huh. what people think. And, you know, I'm, you know, I care about privacy and stuff, but I much more care about, um, like, people thinking for themselves. And, yep. you know, I'm a contrarian. Obviously, I've always liked to <laughs> be different to everybody yep. else. Yep. <laughs> always got into arguments in high school. Uh-huh. Can like attest that. to that, yes. Yeah. And, and universe and everything. So... I just don't like the idea that people are going to see what's in front of them. Like, I know that it's true that most people are going to see what's in front of them and just not think critically about it or, you know, whereas if I see something and I'm like, how did that get there? Well, why are they trying to convince me this is true? Yeah. And I, that'll just make me want to go to the other side. Yeah. Whereas I think most people will just see that and go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, which is really disheartening for me. And I think, um, yeah, it, that that's frustrating that I think people are getting better with that. Um, no one trusts the, uh, let's say, legacy media anymore, no. like the TV and uh, newspapers and stuff like that. But I think a lot of people get their news from Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and, and Reddit. I don't know if there's Reddit's that same. One too. Yeah, I don't think I don't know if there's that same skepticism there because people think that they curate their own feed. So it's mm. um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but that's that's what really concerns me is that you can just control people by just pushing everything. In one direction. And yeah, that's all you got to do. Just put the certain other information in. Let them see certain information and hide other information from them. And that's 
all you need to do to change people's mind. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things about media bias. It's not just um, the way that they cover things. It's mm. also just what they choose to cover and what they choose not to cover. Yeah. So, it's like, for example, this Joe Biden thing I'm just mentioning because it's I was reading about it Because it's relevant, topical. Like, that's a classic example that, you know, if you search CNN's website, apparently they had one mention of the name Tara Reid, mm. which is Joe Biden's accuser, and they had something like 1,800 mentions of Christine Blasey Ford, who was the Brett Kavanaugh accuser. Yeah. 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 Um, and Tyra Reid's story is more credible. Yep. You know, as credible, if not more credible. Definitely more um, credible. Plus, I love doing American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, actually, that's funny you mentioned Joe Biden. I was actually scrolling through Facebook the other day, and I saw um, on like a meme page a Joe Biden uh, poster that had clearly been edited. It was satirical, but underneath I got the fake news warning saying that this was not an official Joe Biden um, <laughs> promotional campaign. I'm like, oh, of course, it's fucking obvious. But yeah, yeah I got that fake um, news thing, and it said that I had to click it to unblur it and shit. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it's, yeah. it starts blurred, and yeah. you have to unclick it. Yeah, which is well, very, very creepy. If you want to hear more about Joe Biden, just go to uh, joebidenpodcast.com. Yes, absolutely. Hear it in his own words. <laughs> All right. Anything else we need to add to the Facebook story? No, let's get to my power rankings. I'm pretty excited for this. Do you uh, want to go first, Brad, or do you want me to go first? Uh, oh, no, do you want to finish I haven't it? prepared anything. It's all on I you, hope mate. that it's Brad's power rankings. Brad's power rankings. Wait for him. Do you want me to go first, Brad? Is that what you're saying? I can't fucking believe I this. I didn't write anything. Go this ahead, is mate. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Um, well, considering the uh, Jason Siegel thing that I mentioned before, I'm doing top five actors hanging dong. <laughs> so I'll be going from five to one, five being the fifth best dong hang in the biz, one being the best of all. What time. is happening with I this know. episode? No, uh, just for the audience's sake, this hasn't been discussed with Brad. No, this is, this is upsetting. Genuinely. <laughs> We're talking about digital privacy, and this is identity theft. I'm stealing your bits. <laughs> number five. Rolling on in at number five is Ben Affleck, who crawled out from under the shadow of Matt Damon to become an absolute force in Hollywood. However, it was not until 2014's Gone Girl when we first got a glimpse of what Affleck is packing. It is really only a glimpse, because uh, if you pause it at just the right moment, you can see Batman, the uh, Batman stars Wang in all of its glory. I've, I've tried to do this several times and I, I still can't see it. So. <laughs> you haven't found it. Now, when Emily Ratajkowski gets her boobs out in the same movie, but everyone is talking about the other nude scene instead, you know that's a solid piece. <laughs> so enjoy finding that clam hammer in the shower. Number four, we all have that one friend who loves to get his dick out all the time for no reason. If you run in Hollywood circles, that friend is Ewan McGregor. <laughs> If you run in this circle, it's Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) Some actresses put a no nudity clause in their contracts. I think Ewan McGregor is the only actor to have a mandatory nudity clause (laughs) in his contract. (laughs) While surely well endowed, McGregor doesn't have the biggest pleasure pump on the list, but he gets props for getting it out so often and for showing it erect in Velvet Goldmine. (laughs) Is that, is that actually his big gold mine, or is it like a stunt cock? <laughs> um, no, it's his. He loves getting it out. Yeah, Prop wang. Number three. Yeah. 
Serial flasher Michael Fassbender also loves getting his dick out, and there is no better example of it than in the movie Shame. Now, there is no shame in what this guy has going on downstairs. He shamelessly walks around with his girthy schlong in full view. Oh, God. You cannot look away from this pork sword. It is very intimidating. <laughs> pork sword. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Number two. Jason Siegel in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. What can I say? This scene is an absolute classic. It's hilarious, confronting, and goes on painfully long, just like Siegel's impressive hog. It is a that is a great dong, like hanging brain. That is a great dong flash. Well, he's a tall guy, so yeah. yeah. But it's just a great one. Like, it's, it's out of nowhere. It's, it's you pro- don't expect it. It's in proportion. Flopping on in at number one <laughs> is the big bad dog himself, Liam Neeson, who bared all. <laughs> <laughs> who bared all in the 1991 film Under Suspicion. Yep. Well, Neeson left nothing under suspicion mm. in a scene where he runs through the rain, letting his massive, majestic man-meat <laughs> flap around gloriously. That's a great scene. You need to see okay. it. Uh, he must have had bruises on his thighs the next day. <laughs> a bit of... A bit of a tease, considering he has only got the donkey dong out once. Oh. But what a wonderful once that was. Mm, one and done, baby. That's not <laughs> right out, though. Leave Take it, and fall. Leave him wanting more. Leave him wanting more. That's what you do. Take and fall. That's where it's coming. He's just going to beat people to death with his cock. <laughs> it's just going to slap people with it. Yeah. Breaking spines. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, that was Brad's power rankings with Morgan. Okay. God damn it. Power rankings. I'm just so upset with you, boy. <laughs> Stole your identity, bitch. You did. Uh, Deal with it. Well, this week's official power rankings, and mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to beat that. I'm not going to lie. Pro- that was a good properly power sanctioned power rankings. Yes, the officially sanctioned ones is. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was very good. It was the top. One worst supermarket employees I've had to deal with today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's probably a good thing we had a backup Brad's power rankings. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> this is more of a rant than a power ranking. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, had a, I, I, I had a day today with this bitch, and. Um, <laughs> are you going to name a shame? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm going to name a shame. Fuck okay. this whole. But can um, I just can I just say, Brad, before you go on, I went to the supermarket with Shannon today, and we went to the self serve checkout, and the woman came up to us and said, "One person per checkout." <laughs> I was like, "We live together." <laughs> Look, I, I get that you know retail workers and supermarket workers at the moment, you know they they're getting they were getting slammed, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. oh, this bitch! All right. So I had to make her into a one-person list because I wanted her to be BPA. <laughs> so anyway. Big power gap from the I'll be starting list. at one, and she's the biggest cunt I've dealt with today. So <laughs> number one, Daisy. Daisy. Oh. In case you can't tell, this BPR is personal. <laughs> I left the house for the first time in weeks today to run to Woolworths to pick up a few essential things. The sun was shining. I was feeling good. I hadn't driven my car in what felt like an eternity, so I was feeling alive. I found out yeah. that my front right, my right front tire has a slow leak. Oh well. Oh no. 
At least I'm outside. It's a nice day. Mm-hmm. I felt like nothing could bring me down. The first shop I needed to go to <laughs> was closed. Oh, well, silly me. Most places are closed on a Sunday. Despite these setbacks, I was still feeling chipper. <laughs> I perused the, <laughs> perused the aisles and quickly found what I was looking for. Off to the checkouts. The lady in front of me had a trolley full of stuff in the 10 items or less lane. And even that oh. didn't touch my mood. And that shit usually <laughs> fucking drives me insane. But no, I was in a great mood. I was out of the house. <laughs> I was unflappable. Or at least I fucking thought I was. That was until I met you, Daisy. I know you think you're fucking unique with your funny half-blonde, half-brunette hairstyle, but you're not. (laughs) I hit you with my best smile and said, how's your day going? And all you could do was stare at me like I'd crawled out from under a fucking rock. (laughs) The loud sighs you gave me as I packed my shit really fucking got to me. But And the way you mumbled at me for our entire shitty fucking encounter pissed me off. But what really fucked me up was how you took my brief freedom from the house and shit all over it. I bit my tongue and walked away, but I've got some home truths for you, cunt. I don't care if you hate your job. It's basic human decency to at least be polite to me, you two-toned cunt. Your job isn't that hard. I don't care how busy you are, and you fucking weren't when I walked up, so pull your head out of your fucking ass. And if you don't have the balls to quit your job, do us all a favour and quit breathing. Give me my fucking happy sunshine day back, you bitch. So, yeah, if you listen to this by any chance, Daisy from Woolworths, go fuck yourself. (laughs) And uh, I have just found our Daisy on Facebook. Uh, (laughs) Oh, you did? (laughs) Yeah. Fuck, that was quick. Well, I formerly worked for Woolworths, so we have a a friend in common. If you ever see her, tell her she's a fucking asshole. Okay. Because let her listen to this the podcast. way that she treated me today was fucking ridiculous. If I were to judge a book by its cover, she looks pretentious. She was just a, a like a just oh. a fucking asshole. All time I'm trying to be nice and I was in a great mood. I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, giving her everything, just energy. And by the end of it, I was like, you were putting on your best, doing the best you could. I, I was just like, I, I, I don't even, I don't know what to do. I'm done. Like you've ruined my entire fucking day. Shit. Anyway, that's my BPR there, guys. I have noticed people being quite rude lately. Mm. And when Mm -hmm. I go for walks during the day, I go walk myself like a dog so I can get out of the house. When I see people in the street, I smile and I say, G'day, how you going, as I walk past, because that's a nice thing to do. And Uh I think especially today, these days, with the low levels of interaction we're having, and some people just give you nothing. They just look at you like you're crazy. Yep. And they just look ahead. It's um, because you might big city stuff, you know. It's disappointing. Yeah, it was like even the, the the Asian lady in front of me who had like four hundred items in her trolley and the fucking ten items or less thing. Like I was talking to her and I'm like, "Oh, do you want to use that other one?" And she's like, "No, nah, that's all right." And I'm like, hey, you know what? "I don't fucking care." Yeah, I'm out of the house. Who cares? Like even that didn't fucking shit me off. But this bitch, oh, yeah, the coronavirus is going to tizzy. Anyway, are you uh, going to steal the outro as well? Is that happening? Nah, I don't want to do that. That's not fun. <laughs> He's going to wait till I start talking. Well, what I've learned from this is that there is a lot of attractive daisies on Facebook. Um, (laughs) And I can get all that information because Facebook just fucking presents it to you on a silver platter. You can see whatever you want about anyone. Uh, So delete Facebook. Also, please like us on Facebook. Uh, Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. 
and please share this episode or who knows we've gone on fairly long this might even be a two-parter whatever it is share it with your friends fuck you daisy we love you <laughs>